Welcome to the Time Travel Journal podcast series. My name is Sumaya Sodik Ojibara. I will be taking excerpts from my book, Time Travel in My World, and let's travel some of the way together in yours and ours. I hope that I can reflect on some of the writings that I've already shared in the book, and I invite you to find meanings that may also present you the opportunity to form, reform, and transform. In this podcast series, the hope is that I can unpack some more, some of the thoughts and ideas, some of the experiences and emotions that may have informed or inspired some of the writing. I'm pretty excited about this. I hope you are too. So thank you for joining me. From the chapter, Cracked Pots, Crooked Cans. Scars are stories. I have a 30-year-old scar on my body. It is a jagged, burnt brown line embossed across my brown-black skin. I remember. I remember that afternoon in the girls' hostel. I remember the moment the iron foot of the bunk bed ripped open my skin as we barricaded the door. I remember how I bled in the stead of my stand in the circle as we stood up, stood against his cycle. I remember the start and series of revolts against the unspoken until our voices rang with speeches and screams when it could no longer stay silenced. I remember. I remember the riots I remember that season of rebellion, the resistance against the order, against order, against how we were ordered. I remember the headiness of youth, hasty in its plan to reorder a prejudiced hierarchy with pumped hearts and hopes puffed heads and puny hands. I have a one-year-old scar, a long, deep cut in my soul. I remember. I remember that one. I remember the pulsing of a pattern, the pattern of spirit mates, parted by the bonds that bound tight, separated by secrets and secretions of human extremities. I remember when it happened. It was one afternoon, or was it morning? One day, perhaps it was just a matter of moments. Maybe at a moment, in a moment. I remember the sadness that drenched my soul, that soiled, spoiled, sapped the sweet, the sacred moments of our beings, of being together. I remember the breath that broke apart two holes of a hole that was only whole for a season, broke it for no reason except perhaps it was emerging of an emerging that was never fully seasoned. I remember it was a season of loss and living, of loss and learning, of living and loving with loss, of living, of loving to living. Scars are stories 
I have scars of different ages when I was of different ages. I remember them. They are stories of births and new lives, of life forces and life-giving forces. They're stories of seasons, seasons of seasons, of life, of living, of being alive, of being to becoming. Every scar is a story. It is a story of brawls and battles, of betrayal and bestiality, of the bottom and boundary lines, of brawn and bravery, of believing and belonging, of bounties and beauty. A sky is a story. It is a story of a villain, a victim, a victor. Sometimes one sky will have the three as stars, except they're not stars. They're scars too. There are three scars in that one scar. A scar is a story. It may be one from a dark past that sits visibly in stark contrast of a lighted present. It may be one that pulses in the depths of our soul, sending shards of pain with sights and sounds of memories of a time. It may be one that heralds an arrival, one that honors a departure. A sky is a story. It's a mark of time in a life, a milestone or a moment stop in the journey of life. A scar may be a tribute to life and or a witness to death. Our scars are stories. We may choose to remember some stories and or simply bury some of them in the deepest grounds of our being and take them with us to our burial grounds we'll all be in. However, if and when we do remember our scars and there our stories, we allow ourselves to re reflect on our life, accept it for what it was, still is. Our scars can enable us to renew our intentions and actions on what is wanted to be. Our scars can become a spark, a stream. Our scars can permit and propel us to reach for the best of what is, what may yet be of life, of our life. Tell your story to your children. Gift some of it to your spouse. Take pics or look at pictures of some of it with a friend. Share with the world some of the sights and sounds of your journey of life. You are a custodian of your life story. Your eyes play your montages of episodes of a life no other can truly or ever know but you. In the vaults of your mind, are moments and memories, some harvested from your heart, others buried deep in your soul. On your body are scars, fresh, fading and faded, each one another piece in the mosaic of your story. In your hands lie your life's lessons to hold on to and yet pass down for posterity. With your voice is a call too for the world to walk with you and witness for you before God and man. You are a custodian of your stories, where you're from, who you were born to, where you've been, what you've seen, who you've met, what you've learned, how you have lived and whom you have loved. 
Indeed, it is in the sharing of our stories with one another that we find more of ourselves in one another. It is in telling of that which we know have been recorded for us that we consciously choose some of what will be recorded for us for the rest of the journey in this world. The day I wrote this piece, it was one of those experiences of flooding that came. Some of what I describe in the very first episode in this series of podcasts where I talk about the process of my writing. The only way I can describe how inspiration comes to me is that feeling of flooding where I am flooded with words and and they just gush out. This was one of those times. I carry a scar on my body that remind me very starkly of the day that scar was inflicted. It was a monumental day for me and I talk about this in this extract from the book. This happened when I was in secondary school and it was a year of much meaning for us because things had been built in up, building up and we knew something was going to happen. But when it started to unfold, we were just carried along. We were swept away by the torrents of the times that we found ourselves in. In many ways, that was a day that was very defining for me. As I write in this piece, I talk about how that scar inflicted in a moment actually captures something that had been slowly building up for months when it happened it we were required to take a stand i and the group of people who were involved in that particular incident it's a 30 year old scar i'm talking about when i was in secondary school i can still see the scar hasn't faded there's a sharp contrast of the darkness of the slash of lime where it stands on my body ah there's so much story to tell in those days i might write more about it in subsequent books we'll see but today I share this with you because that scar revealed what we had the capacity to do, which was to resist, which was to be able to stand up for what we believed, which showed us that when you fight for something that you believe, 
and you fight from a place of justice, you'll be prepared to carry some of the pains as fresh as they inflicted, as well as the scars long after the event is over. So I talk about it as a season because like I said, things have been building up and resistance was was happening in little fires. Little fires that would erupt and it'll be put out. But that day, there was no stopping it. There was an explosion and you simply had to respond. And so on that day, it seemed like a lot, but I remember how that scar was inflicted because we had gained entry into a place and the forces that we were up against were trying to come into that place. So it was in the process of resisting that we were, that I was inflicted with that wound. I was young. I believed. I didn't see the towers of authority as capable of rendering me powerless. I actually saw myself as very powerful that day. Of course, there were consequences afterwards. And I don't really know how much difference we made. But that day made a difference in my life because I stood up for what I believed. And when you stand up for what you believe, you will have to sacrifice. You will experience loss. You might bleed. You might find yourself carrying three decades old scars. And I talk about a different kind of scar. One that I experienced at the time I wrote this. This is now probably about three years ago. It was a loss of a friendship. It was one of the most painful things I've ever experienced because there was deep attachment and there was sudden detachment as you can imagine when things are joined and you pull them apart they cause their own form of pain when they're ripped apart forcefully, unexpectedly, it may be possible that they will leave scars that may actually never really heal. So that scar was one 
these ones that I carry deep within. And so that was another story. It was a story of a meeting that was beautiful, sharing, that was generous, dreaming, that was joyful. So, when the breaking took place, when the separation took place, I left behind a scar in my soul. So, scars are stories. Sometimes, They are signs of new beginnings. Sometimes they're like tombstones of ends. And they will each tell of battles that we may have been through, of victories, of losses. Of strength of vulnerability they will tell us they will capture times when we were the victims when we were victorious when we were the ones who caused the pain so they're stories And sometimes those cars, they will sit right in front of us. There's no missing them. Every time we look in the mirror, we see the scar. Every time we look at that part of our body, we see the scar. Sometimes those scars will show up in the encounters we have in everyday life. It may just show up in a memory, in a word, from a smell, from a sensing of a presence. And so when we talk about our scars, They represent many things. They are things that remind us of what we're capable of. And so in so doing, can spark us. Can motivate us. Sometimes they're like a stream. The memories of the scars just carry us gently through 
turbulent times because we remember and this time around we may choose better and so scars are presence in our lives that tell stories and uh, you're likely to come across them because again this is a word that I use often because some scars they're dried they're healed but if we press them hard enough they will reveal they will reveal some of the pain they still carry. There's so much more to that story. But what I choose to do is to share my reflections based on the two types of scars that I look at. The physical one, the emotional one. The ones we see, the thousand cuts we carry within that we don't. The second part of the excerpt is where I talk about what we can do with the scars. And that reflection actually takes us to a place of sharing some of what I'm doing now. Although I'm not telling you all the details. But I'm hopeful that what I am saying will let you start to think about the scary, the scars you carry within, the ones that you ca- carry on you. So when I talk about telling your stories to your children, gifting, I use the word gifting, some of it to your spouse, because not everyone deserves to hear your story. When I talk about sharing with the world some of the sights and sounds of your journey of life, you cannot tell your stories without talking about your scars. And so that puts you in a, in a position of custodian where you make the decision to share, whom to share your story with, what part of your story you'd like to share. And in the sharing of those stories, are those moments and memories, some of which are kept in the heart and some are buried in the soul. And then the scars that you wear on the body, some of them are still fresh. Some are faded. Every single piece of them form part of your story. So share some of them. Because in the sharing of some of those stories, the ones that your scars carry, you're able to travel back and forth in time, just as I hope we're doing with this podcast and from the reading of the book, where it allows you to reflect on the people that you've met, the places you've been.
the life that you've lived. And it is in the telling of those stories that allows us to then make choices based on what we now know. From our past to what we hope to do in our present and the future. I know some scars are very hard to look at because the stories they carry are tragedies because the stories they carry are testimonies of times that you'd rather just forget and every time you look at them you don't yet they are still part of your story I know some scars carry within them other scars so even when they scabbed over they are fresh and still bleeding underneath and the idea of knowing what some of your scars are may actually be the moment you start to heal they start to heal thank you thank you for being here thank you for your presence thank you for your participation I think I wasn't really expecting to be taken to some of the places I just described to you and I can feel some of those times captured by my scars. I can feel them. So I, so I feel as I'm talking to you now, I feel some kind of grief. I feel like exactly what I said I would be doing going back and forth in time the grief is not overpowering or anything but I can feel its presence I feel sad Yet again, there's, a, there's the presence of something else. Something special 
about being able to share this with you. I feel your presence. I feel you here with me. That's comforting. I think perhaps some of the grief, some of the presence of that grief comes from those times of youth, youthfulness, of dreams, of glorious victories are gone. That's loss in itself. But that I witnessed that, that I was given that. Nothing can compare. I have that. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to God. I have that. As I'm sitting here, Look at the scar, the one on my skin. I haven't looked at it for a long time. It's quite faded now. And I'm thinking about the scar, the one that I describe in the book. The loss of a friendship. This has faded too. So, as we prepare to finish this episode, I invite you to be courageous. To allow yourself to look for scars in you and on you. Not because I want you to suffer or I want you to experience what may have happened, how that scar got there, but because it is in the honoring of some of those experiences that you finally be able to lay them to rest. That those scars will finally start to fade. Not even when you they're no longer visible. You know that scar is there. But it becomes a piece of writing on your body. And a piece of writing about your body. About the experiences that you've had. It becomes an archive of a day, a period, a season, a time, a beginning, an end, an, an end and a beginning 
There's so much more I could talk about with this. But I will leave it here. I hope that by looking at those scars that you carry, that perhaps you will find forgiveness for yourself or for the one who has inflicted that scar. That perhaps you will find faith in the one who witnesses all things, who is witness to all things, and that he is the one that will give you succor in your heart for what for where in where it hurts i hope that you will find those feelings that allow you to grieve and yet give gratitude i hope that by being here with me that you will feel the grace of having comforting presence in your life as well at those times that you find yourself needing that I hope that as we finish this episode that this will take you to a place of healing and possibly a place where you will finally start to feel again some of the beautiful, some of the most amazing, some of the blessings of having lived and of living. I look forward to having you again soon.